For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all the Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic red alert. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. With the post-primary show... New York had its primary today, and I am, I guess, the token New Yorker on WSB. But uh, I do bring some insights into New York, uh, I guess, uh, just being a voter in New York, really. But it never counted <laughs> when I was growing up because it is just such a Democrat state that in the general election, you kind of voted as your civic duty. But it was just to register your protest to the Democrat but the primaries do count because it contributes to who is going to go to the uh, convention with delegates. And tonight, Trump is running away with it, and uh, so is Hillary. So that was really no surprise. But the question was more, how are they going to split up the delegates? Obviously, or it seemed pretty obvious Trump and Hillary were going to get the majority of the votes. But... Uh, in the case, certainly, of the Republicans, if Trump got more than 50 percent of the vote, he gets 14 of the uh, kind of universal delegates. And then the rest of the delegates, there are 95 in total, get split up three for every congressional district. And if he gets 50 percent in every congressional district, then he gets all three. So I'm following real clear politics here because they keep updating the numbers. They are giving Kasich two of the delegates, but so far they're giving Trump 84 out of a possible 95. So that's uh, that puts Trump back on track. I guess he was feeling the heat a little bit. And the big question then remains, does he get to 1237, 1237 delegates before the convention? Because if he does, then it will be uncontested and he will get the nomination. But if he doesn't, if it's if he falls short and in order to get that, he'll have to get if I I think my calculations are, you know, just just roughly he has to get at least minimum 50 percent of the remaining delegates and uh I, you know, I can't call that. I, people, I think people think it's over. I don't know. But let me know what you think. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I mean, do you think it's a done deal for Trump or is there going to be a problem? And one of the things that's, I, I just I didn't hear anybody talking about this. Maybe I just missed it. But there's some funny things going on with the delegates in New York. I know there was a lot of funny business in Colorado where delegates were awarded to Cruz and it wasn't a result of the vote. But I was reading about how the New York primaries work. And Hillary, for example, their pledge delegates and their superdelegates, who the pledge delegates come from the votes and the superdelegates are 
uh, party insiders that just pick. <laughs> Bill Clinton, her husband, is a super delegate from New York because he's a former president. And he said that he'll vote for the winner. If Sanders wins, he'll give Sanders his vote. He said that he voted for Obama at uh, his candidate's request last time. He was a super delegate. Uh, so, but another little detail was that you get to the candidates in New York get to confirm or validate the delegates that are chosen, like the actual people need to be approved by the candidates. And that's always how it worked for the Republicans in New York, too, at least for decades. And all of a sudden, last June, they changed it so that the party picks the actual human beings who are the delegates. Now, they are pledged to go to Trump on the first ballot. But then after that, they're free to do what they want on the second ballot. And that sets up a problem because if Trump could confirm the names of the people, he could pick his family and they would definitely not switch sides in the second ballot. But because all of a sudden it's going to be party insiders, that just adds to all this delegate drama of, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, there's going to be some funny business. And uh, I actually, if you hear my show, I'm on Saturdays from 3 to 6 normally. I think there's all sorts of funny business going on here. I mean, I think this is an actual reality show, not like a reality show. I think it is a reality show. I think it is loosely scripted. And every week or month, we get some big drama that comes out. It's Ted Cruz's uh, sex scandal, which I thought was baloney. But that very week, earlier that week, it was this Heidi versus Melania. And, uh, you know, it's all about the wives. And then it is punctuated by this Inquirer article. Uh, so to me, these things have a theme and they, they come up week after week or month after month. And lately it's been this delegate talk and there was a lot of hubbub in Colorado uh, about delegates going to cruise, even though Trump had so many supporters. But that rule change had happened in August. And this rule change had happened in June. So people use that as an excuse to say, well, obviously wasn't used to target Trump. But now I'm starting to think that if this thing really is that much of a setup, they, and it's really like a reality show that's scripted in advance, you could that could be part of the program. Now, maybe that's a stretch. I don't know. But this whole drama, this whole ratings getting uh, show that we're being treated to, it's just beginning to seem too out there. It's just too out there. I mean, do you think that this is just this this crazy, weird, unprecedented season where uh, Bernie can raise more money than Hillary without taking uh, any big donations and Trump can have zero super PAC money and beat Jeb's $150 million of super PAC money? This is a traffic red alert from the WSB 24-hour traffic center. 285 uh, eastbound at Flat Shoals. All lanes are blocked with a serious crash, a tractor trailer involved, and uh, we're watching on the WSB Jam Cam. Uh, no, nothing is moving right now. A vehicle fire again. This is 285 eastbound at Flat Shoals. All lanes remain blocked with a serious crash there. Jackie Lee, WSB. Or the media gives all sorts of uh, 
attention to somebody like Trump who they would, and Bernie Sanders, who before they would laugh off the stage like Ralph Nader, I mean, Ron Paul, they would l- laugh him off the stage or ignore him. That's what they did with him. They ignored him completely. So I think that uh, that this whole thing is a media manipulation. And I think even the whole delegate drama, however, even though I think it's a big manipulation and the end game is to get Hillary elected without us realizing it was in the bag for her from the beginning, getting us all emotional about it, that, uh, you know, so that we would actually believe this drama unfolding. Just because I think I know what the last episode is going to be, I have really, I don't know the twists and turns that they're going to treat us to. Like, how will the convention shake out? Will Trump get it? Or will they do some funny business or will they make him beg for it? Or maybe maybe there'll be an uprising of 60 percent of the people will be against Trump and will be begging for somebody like uh, Paul Ryan to step in. I really don't know what to expect. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to Frank in Lawrenceville. Hi, Frank. You're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. I love your show. I'm a long listener of 2750. I voted for Trump in, in the early on. I think he's going to get it. If he doesn't, we'll split the damn Republican Party to pieces and let, let Harry get it. Those corrupt politicians in the Republican Party, they need to wake up and support Trump. Now, if they do, say he gets a plurality, which is a, the biggest percentage of the vote, but not a majority, so he gets 45% or whatever, like 1,200 delegates. Okay. And if... If the Republicans give it to him, like at the convention, if there's no funny business and the establishment gets behind him, yeah. will you feel like the the GOP has straightened up and wised up? And will you continue to be a Republican or have the is the damage already done? The damage already done. I'll be, I'll be a conservative, but I'm not going to be a Republican. I voted for uh, uh, Obama against uh, George Bush for stupid war that he went to Iraq. I voted for his father against uh, Bill Clinton, and we lost, even though I was in the desert storm with his father, and he was a smart and a good man. He came and he lost. And uh, it's just, if, if, if uh, Trump take it, he should. He deserve it. He's a businessman. Yeah, his style is like mine. He's rough and roll. But he said the way it is, and that's how I like about it. It's not yeah. like yeah, well, you you got to say he does he does uh, seem to say what's on his mind. I'm going to Chris in Atlanta. Hi, Chris. You're on with Monica. Hey, hey, Monica. I hey, think uh, you should get a ton more airtime. First of all. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm working on it. But, <laughs> it's a little late, but I'm working on it. Nah, work. You. Know, I'll tell you what. I think everything I hear on talk radio is that <clears throat> the Republicans don't understand what the the establishment Republican people don't understand the people. They don't understand what they've been doing to the party and how upset everybody is with the way they do. Oh, I'm losing you, Chris. Try again. Uh Uh-oh. All right, Chris, you'll have to call back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK are our numbers. And uh, what uh, I'll tell you, I, I think I'm going to take what Chris said so far and 
try to explain what I think is really happening. I think I see this Trump thing and the Cruz thing and all the drama and all that, even Bernie Sanders on both sides of the aisle. I don't see those things as the grassroots movements they're presented to us as. I think real people are involved and I think millions and millions of people are into it. But I feel like it's been uh, promoted that the media is so powerful that it can it can do that. It can redirect grassroots energy by I, I know Ted Cruz has strategy consultants and psychiatrists and everything to to hone messages for specific audiences. I mean, one of the audience groups is neurotic, and then they change the message for people who, you know, if you're on the email list for the neurotics, I I read that in a completely uh, legitimate mainstream source, but it's, it's, uh, and I do believe it's true. So they really know how to manipulate people. They do know how to manipulate. But when in 2010, with the Tea Party, and 2012, with Ron Paul, those two movements were real grassroots movements. And it unnerved the GOP and actually, you know, had them slipping a little with their control. So in 2010, some Tea Partiers actually got uh, elected. <laughs> and in 2012, Ron Paul did was really doing well in the primaries and the polling. And even as rigged as all that stuff is, and the fraud and the uh, reports of bad action that was coming out. He was still racking up big percentages, basically a three-way neck and neck in Iowa, which was really critical. So the GOP, who I think loses on purpose fairly often, uh, because they it's in the book, Irving Crystal's book, the it's got to be big. The government has to be big or you don't even care if you win. You need a lot to control. This is Monica Perez, uh, back after the break with your calls. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I'm your libertarian voice on WSB, and I had just gotten cut off with Chris. Chris, are you back? I'm, I'm back. It's okay. strange. So here I am again. What you got? Well, what I've got is that I've heard for the last seven years that Barack Obama just doesn't know what he's doing, that he's incompetent. And this is from all of the uh, talk radio people that I've listened to. And and that now they're saying that the Republican Party establishment uh, is disconnected from the voters, and they don't know what they're doing, and they're, they don't realize uh, that if they make these moves to um, set up uh, somebody of their choice to be the presidential nominee, that they'll be destroying the party. And they keep saying these things. And what gets me is that I think, for example, what you said about uh, what happened in June in New York when they made the change uh, to the delegates uh, situation in June, that, that, you know, for example, Donald Trump could choose his family and they wouldn't turn on him. That change, I think they... Maybe he didn't understand it was Donald Trump um, or necessarily Ted Cruz. Yeah, I saw some of that where it said, oh, maybe it's Rand Paul, maybe it's this. Um, but I actually think that it, it is, it this time it is that scripted. 
John uh, in Atlanta, I want to get to you after the break. We're going to take a quick break. He wants to talk about Reagan, and so do I, because I don't think it was scripted back then, but I do think so now. This is Monica Perez. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I am the Libertarian Voice on WSB, normally every Saturday from 3 to 6 if you want to hear my show at its regular time. But tonight I'm the token New Yorker on WSB, reporting on the primary results, uh, Trump and Hillary winning by a lot. That was expected, They, uh, but really I think they exceeded expectation. Trump has is uh, being reported as having 60% of the overall vote. Real Clear Politics is giving him 89 of the 95 delegates so far. Kasich is getting three. Uh, that's for a total. Now, his total, Trump's total delegate count is 845 out of, uh, he needs a total 1237. And Hillary got almost 58% of the vote to Bernie's 42. And she's getting 129 delegates to his 98. But with Trump, he still has to win more than 50% of the delegates going forward to get the nomination before the convention. So there's a good chance that that won't happen, unless you think I'm crazy, and it's definitely going to happen. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, if you think you have a hunch of what, what's going to happen. But if they if they if they pull some funny business and it's ripe because I looked I haven't heard anybody talk about this because they're not ready to roll it out yet. But the New York delegates, the Republican delegates for the first time in decades, if ever, are not being picked or approved by the candidates themselves, but by the party. So Hillary gets to approve of her delegates so that they can't abandon her. But for some crazy reason in June last year, they they made this change, which happens to play into this narrative that Trump is building up that he's going to get robbed at the convention. So do you think I mean, I don't think that the GOP will do that for two reasons. One is I don't think because I think it will destroy their credibility and the credibility of their uh, uh, brand, their nominee anyway. And I actually think the GOP wants Hillary in the White House. I know that sounds crazy. I'm not talking about the voters, of course. I'm talking about the super high-level dudes who have a job to do. Their job is not to represent us. Their job is to represent the defense contractors and the banks and the energy companies who want wars that subsidize access to oil, that sell bombs, and that rack up debt. And who's going to bring that? Hillary. Because a Republican, especially a Republican without a clear mandate, even if that person did win would not be able to keep the anti-war left at home they would not be able to put their foot on the gas of like the big giant welfare state so it's my opinion that they don't care the ruling elite in the republican party if there's an r or a d on the door of the white house so they're not they're not gonna put somebody in they're not gonna fall on their swords at the convention to get somebody in there who would could possibly beat Hillary. They don't want to beat Hillary. 
Um, but I do think there's going to be a whole nother phase of this PSYOP, which is a they're going to change the GOP so that the Tea Party movement and the Ron Paul movement, which were real, in my opinion, can never happen again. I think that's I think this is going to be this is uh, this big elaborate thing has a, a an even deeper purpose than just getting Hillary elected. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to John in Atlanta. Hi, John. You're on with Monica. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I agree with a lot of your points. They don't they don't want uh, Cruz or, or um, Trump in, that's for sure. No, because and, uh, even if they thought they could work with those guys, they don't, I think, they know that those guys wouldn't be able to get the whole country on board with this big government, big war plan. They all want to spend money and scratch each other's backs, and they can't do it if somebody is in there with the mandate to cut things back. So so as a listener, and regardless of whether you listen to your news on uh, TV or radio, Myself, I can't help but question, well, where is this coming from? Well, you look at the media. They've tried to sway the opinion of the public. It all goes back to World War II. They've been doing it forever. Anybody that just wants to, wants to question it, just just do a little bit of research. I, I mean, think it was like, World War One. Didn't they have an actual official propaganda bureau in World War One? Didn't Edward yeah, Bernays back, have something? Yeah, you're right. It goes back to World yeah. War One. So you can't help but wonder, okay, who's behind the media? Who's controlling the media? But yeah, I think I, I read that the BBC was a uh, a military project, and you know the internet was created by the Department of Defense. Mm-hmm. So, so what, what I'm seeing is I'm seeing a repeat of of 1980 with Reagan. You know they they counted Reagan out. They said there's no way that Reagan's gonna beat Jimmy Carter. Well, he mopped the floor with Jimmy Carter in 1980, and they're doing the same thing. Listen to the media. It don't matter whether it's radio or TV. They're saying, well, Trump can't beat Hillary. Cruz can't beat Hillary. Well, it seems like to me the more people uh, put negative things out about Trump, the more his popularity goes up. Eric Erickson's one, and I listen to his program. He's he's you know talked about Trump till he's blue in the face, but he definitely hasn't hurt him, that's for sure. Um, so yeah, no, least- that that's something that I think uh, is a very, is a, a simplistic reverse psychology. Every time, even on the debates when they piled on Trump, I remember my husband made the comment, how, how else could they make the front runner look like the underdog? It was genius, but to have Rubio and Cruz both attack him at the same time. He said, don't they realize that this makes Trump look like the good guy? And it's like, yes, they realize it. It's a setup. I think it's a setup. But I want to correct you or I want to um, offer a difference of opinion, John. I feel like, if I recall correctly now, I was a very small child. I'm going (laughs) to absolutely put that on the record when Reagan was running the first time. But I seem to recall my father saying... And this was because at that point, I guess, Reagan was actually doing very well in the polls. He said, remember Dewey. And what happened was with Dewey 
was everybody sat down. You know, they figured he was going to win. There was even like newspaper headlines that say Dewey wins over Truman. But because nobody turned out at the polls, Truman actually won. But that- this is a traffic red alert from the WSB 24 hour traffic center. Scratches 285 eastbound at Flat Shoals. All lanes blocked again. A serious accident involving a tractor trailer and a vehicle on fire. Now we're watching on the WSB jam cam. Traffic is completely stopped. 285 eastbound at Flat Shoals. I'm Jackie Lee in the WSB 24-Hour Traffic Center. That's the official story anyway. I don't know. Now, in retrospect, maybe they fixed the votes and that's what happened. But my feeling has been that, similar to that, uh, the the Reagan, the, the analogy of Reagan getting the landslide because they we were told remember truman i feel like if and i do think this will happen i'm i'm not hoping that it will happen but i feel confident i think trump is in the tank for hillary i think he's doing it on purpose but even if he weren't doing it on purpose i think he that she he's the only candidate i could have imagined who she could really convincingly beat in november Because I think of it, they thought of her weaknesses. Her weaknesses were that she was polarizing. A lot of people disliked her. So here's this guy who uh, has an extremely high unfavorability rating. It just, that's just the way it is. He's polarizing. People love him or hate him. And in the general, more people hate him than love him, which is also true for Hillary in unprecedented numbers. But he beats her in that. She's also from New York, which I don't know if people don't like her. So she says she's from New York. Ah, she's not from New York. If you ever listen to her old tapes when she lived in Arkansas, you know, no New Yorker could ever even learn how to talk like that. But uh, she's also old. She would be almost as old as Reagan had been. And Bernie and Trump are actually older than she is. Trump would be the oldest president to be inaugurated, older than Reagan. So all these things... Uh, work in favor of Hillary beating Trump when like nothing would <laughs> was going to get her a plausible win. I think they they can control the votes. Once you have a ballot box that's uh, just digital like that, they control the votes and there's nothing or or I should say voting is an act of faith in government and it shouldn't be. You should be able to watch your vote put into a shoebox, sit there at your friend's house until the end of the day. They count the things. They write on a piece of paper. You walk it down to City Hall. It's not that complicated. But instead, you go, you know, I feel like it's like lighting a candle in church, you know, like, or it's like making a wish. <laughs> you go into your ballot box. You might as well just whisper it into the into the machine for, for all you know. And in New York, it was really crazy because today they said people were having... Uh, trouble at the polls. They're already starting an investigation. People were knocked off the 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 rosters. And in some places, people were told to just leave their ballots and the officials would feed them in later when they could get the machines to work again. Something like that. I mean, to have the quote here, but they were leaving. They were just trusting that their ballots would be fed in later. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But my point is that uh, the Truman analogy goes to when Trump, if Trump loses huge, the GOP establishment will be able to say to the people, see what happens when you stray. We were trying to tell you we want, 
We want to be extreme fiscal conservatives. We want to give you civil liberties. We don't want to give you unjust wars. But that doesn't win elections. We have to be this establishment because that's what gets the middle to vote for us, which is ridiculous. You know, it's not true. They could be Ron Paul would have won the general election if the GOP didn't do everything they could to destroy him step after step or the Tea Party. They infiltrated the Tea Party, but it used to just be a fiscal conservative, a tax based movement. That was it. My mother was an early Tea Partier and she told me about the schism. <laughs> like it broke in pieces and it went to where it had other issues involved, but it was really just supposed to be about taxing and spending. And so they the GOP has has a real problem. It's not Trump or Cruz. It's not. I think those guys are playing roles. Peter King said he would take cyanide if Ted Cruz wins. It was like, it's so ridiculous. He's always been, this is a congressman from New York. He's always been the guy that makes, says crazy things about Cruz to make Cruz look like an outsider. But all the things that Cruz goes to the mat for never really turn out his way. So he gets the cred without really causing any trouble uh, you know, without moving the dial. So I think that thing it lacks a little plausibility. But what I what I believe will be the rallying cry from here on after is remember Trump. And the point will be don't stray. It's uh, this expression, the Overton window, where uh, and I, I used to think it was a real thing. And now I think it's a media construct Because the Overton window says that if you take policy positions too far away from the mean, you know, too far away from maybe two standard deviations of the mean, people won't feel comfortable with you. You have to compromise within the Overton window. But Ron Paul didn't and the Tea Party didn't. They were pretty uh, extreme about what they wanted. They were black and white. And Ron Paul was running away with it, really, just from grassroots with no media support whatsoever but the but the media decides that actually the media will only give its support to people within the overton window and that really just means supporting the official narrative about having to drop bombs and incur debt (laughs) but that's really what they need and they create that and what they're going to tell you in the future is stay within that window don't go too far or we will always have Democrats. But honestly, if you look at the long-term impact of either of these parties in the White House, you are just going to get more welfare, more warfare, no matter what. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I am the Libertarian Voice on WSB, and we are talking about the New York primary. Results are just about done. Uh, Trump is being shown as having 60% of the vote. He, uh, 89 of the 95 delegates are being called for him. Kasich is for sure getting three, and Hillary got 57-plus percent of the vote to Sanders' 42 and she is getting 135 delegates to 104. I don't really <laughs> follow the Democrat delegate count as closely because, first of all, it seems like the super delegates make the difference. They're the difference maker, and they're all going to go for Hillary. 
And funny enough, Bill is one of them. He says he'll be non-part or whatever. He'll give it. He would have given it to Bernie if he won. But anyway, so weird. Uh, there's lots to talk about. I want to hear what you think. I mean, do you actually think Trump or Cruz is going to be able to quote save this country? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.